Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Moranci throwing it down in the pit. Studio 34. I call this Studio 33 and a half. MC Yang uh, in the house. And, of course, the Raging Redhead uh, joining us uh, from Toronto. Uh, I hear uh, chewing. Uh, some, some, uh, let me see yeah. I'm, I'm sensing pizza. Yeah, pizza on the other side there. Nice. That's right. Fresh pie? We want to fresh thank, pie? Uh, we want to thank Big Cat. Uh, Big Cat's class. The Big Cat came yeah. through for us. A class <laughs> act, uh, Big Cat. Here, we'll take a picture. Sure we'll is. get it out on Twitter <laughs> of the pizza. We'll let uh, the boys in the pit uh, dive into this pizza uh, in a minute so it doesn't go to yeah, waste. Look, it's a big, big get pie. Get your fill. He sent a big, big looking pie. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, Yang's the hey, winner twice. Can you bring the remember, pizza over here? Let's, let's get a picture of the pizza. They got their, they got theirs earlier. Remember? Yeah, Yang orders Yang orders own custom pizza, barbecue yeah, chicken. That's right. Yeah, no pork, no pork. <laughs> hey, big cat, no pork. You know, it's funny. I forgot that pepperoni. Okay, hold on. I forgot that pepperoni was pork because I ordered and uh, Yang said, "What do you want on it?" I'm like, "Ah, just get pepperoni and cheese." And I could tell he was disappointed. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I he told wants him, chicken. I told him when it got here. I said, "Just take the pepperoni off." But I think he's hardcore, man. Like uh, he's, he's hardcore. Well, he doesn't. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't want it anywhere no, affiliated with it, resting on it. It's yeah, funny because it. I know vegetarians that don't mind just popping the pepperoni off of the pizza. Uh, Yang's committed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he was so religious. You said it. Yeah, yeah. He hardcore. I didn't know Yang. Uh, <laughs> you, do you only eat kosher as well, Yang? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Huh? All right, we do. I didn't know. Oh, well, now we know. Yeah, no, no, no pork. Now we know. Right, I yes. thought he was just, uh, yeah, just down on pork, but uh, yeah, it's for religious purposes. You're a good man, Yang. Yeah, yeah. God, I don't I know don't I, what I would do, Marenzi. I got a lot of, like, you know me. You couldn't go without back pork. Back bacon. Oh, back bacon. Your, body, uh, your body's made of pork. How many, how many, <laughs> your body is made of pork. <laughs> uh, like how many how many pounds do you weigh? What there's ballpark? Your pro, there, yeah, there's, there's your, your promo. There's your promo, yeah. Five minutes in, yeah, it's all downhill from here. But what's uh, like? How much do you weigh? Ballpark, ballpark two two seventy, I think. But two sixty five, two seventy. All right, and I would state yeah. that what? There's probably a good eight to twelve pounds of pork, like. Sort of on just, the linings? Well, yeah, yeah, it like sort of rolled yeah, yeah. into your, you know, yeah. into your skin. You know what I mean? Like, come on. 
like your belly and your your chest yeah. and like come on, yeah. you've eaten a lot. That's yeah, true. You've eaten a lot true. of pork over the years, Cam. Oh, I sure have. And I'll tell you something too. Like that's like, another thing. Sweat. Like pork. <laughs> pork's got a lot of salt in it. Like the salty cured meats. That's why I think that's part of the reason these headphones are uh, a little damp. All the pork. Like we discussed it. <laughs> we discussed this a few years ago. Lots of boys in the pit here. All right, we can't ask Yang this. Oh, that's why you do the turkey bacon. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Uh, Bacon's real. Bacon. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, now you yeah, get it. Now yeah, yeah. You, it's all coming together. Turkey's okay. He can eat chicken. He can eat turkey. He just don't eat pigs. Yeah, the, no, the, no the, pork. Tur- tur- turkey no pork. bacon. Yeah, turkey. Texas toast, grilled cheese with turkey bacon. As Correct. Say, Texas toast. I got to order like that when I go in the house. <laughs> Make sure there's Texas toast on that. <laughs> Give me the Texas toast. All right, so. All right, so uh, what about you, Steve? You, when you eat bacon in the morning, how many slices of bacon? Like, you know, you open up the pack, four. Frank? Four, four, or five. Uh, Cam? I believe Cam, half a, Cam once half told a de- me. Half a, half a deck. I do one deck he, for me. I split it in half, and the other one's for uh, leftovers. So half a deck. I, I, I cut it right so in half. So he eats half, like, the pack of bacon so in one So probably shot. about... That would be about, like, I don't know. Like that's 10, a, that's a lot of sodium, bro. So oh, that's too much. Like, how many times in your life have you eaten half a pack of bacon with breakfast? Let's say about... A uh, couple hundred? Fifty? Hundred? At least. Oh, at least. I do it, I do it at least once a week. <laughs> yeah, probably, I'd be getting into the... Well, if I'm, if I'm 43... Yeah, yeah, he's about yeah, to throw I, up over here. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, I'm in, the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Century Club. Uh, gotta, gotta be. Yeah, we're... we're, we're so that's got to be saying. at least a thousand. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Like, do you disagree now that like your body is somewhat made of pork? Hey, I, I never disagreed. I just like, laughed. It's <laughs> like if you cut me open, there's like there's like you're gonna find little buds of weed. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, what's all this? What's all this green and brown yeah, uh, residue like, there? Exactly. Like, I don't. I won't. You're very leafy. I won't bleed blood. I'll bleed resin. Yeah, that's right. Hey, oh my <laughs> God, Moretzi! What a. That's a we, we got free hash oil. Yeah, free I, hash oil. I was gonna say that if I ever like run out of anything, I could just sort of right, like just cut my skin get, and I'll smoke my right. blood. That's right. We don't have to cannibalize you. We're gonna put your we're gonna put your blood put, put your blood, resin into veils. Put, put my blood in a water bong. Yeah, I just say put it on a little piece of rolling paper. See right oh, now, yeah, good, good right, smoke. Right now, Cardano's tuning in, going, "All right, talk about hockey. Talk about hockey." <laughs> He didn't want to talk about hockey, so uh, I we're think, talking, uh, talking about put, put, putting my blood in a water bong. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good opener. I, I, strong. <laughs> strong. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm laughing so much it hurts. Yeah, a lot of pork in there, though. You're, you, you said it, Moretz. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because I remember I got to, when I went to your place before, I didn't know when you're going through your uh, health kick. Kind of uh, before you moved to New York, there I saw your bottles of Metamucil, so I kind of did the same thing. I didn't buy, uh, I didn't buy Metamucil. I bought like the imitation kind, but I did it only for like a couple days. The my body couldn't handle it. Not as good. No, I, I, but the, but my body couldn't handle it either because I was always. It's almost like something like it, it was so my body's been used to dealing with the sugars and the fats and the pork. When I went for my cleanse, it didn't go very well. Like it really no, hurt. No, me. no, like, you got to fight. Through it, it hurt. It no, oh, it hurt, man. Yeah, maybe I have to give it one more shot after the holidays, but man, it's it's a tough battle. It's just my body's not used to it. I was always on the can, and it just, it, just, it hurt too much. Oh, the it old, hurt too much. In the new year, the old uh, New Year's uh, resolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's all BS. I know I say you're going to do it every year. You ever keep your resolutions? No, I don't even make them anymore. I don't do resolutions. No, no, you're a smart man. Yeah, resolutions are for chumps. Like if, you, if you're only inspired to do something because it's December 31st, you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm not saying you. I'm saying society as a whole. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. They're already setting up, man, for that uh, the Times Square uh, ball drop and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, yeah there's uh, like they, fencing they, everywhere, and they've got cops they really... like on the corner watching. So you know, you're not you don't place a bag in a garbage can or something like that. You know? Good point. Yeah, you don't want any loose bags around at that time of the year, man. You can get into big trouble. Yeah, you think the Atlanta Olympics? Yeah, New York City during New Year celebrations. On par. Yeah, it's going to make the Toronto celebrations with the clowns that we have there look like a joke. Like, it's in the big leagues now. Like, that's that's the world's biggest celebration, I would think. Like, we, we, well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but I, we, would, I, I, wouldn't, it, it I least, wouldn't want to be in the middle of it, dude. Like, you can't. Oh, God, no. Dude. No, no. Like, everyone's all yeah. boxed in. It's for kids. It's for kids. It's for kids who want to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's for yeah. Ryan Seacrest. It's you for tourist couples that want to, ooh, I'm going to kiss you on midnight. Yeah, yeah. It's for people that go to Jared's and Peoples. Yeah. I'm more of a what, uh, what, Hooters. What's what's what? <laughs> I was going to say Michael Hill, but oh yeah, yeah, Hooter, yeah. Hooters is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Hill's kind of a cheaper jeweler, but uh, you know, there's, yeah, there's, I, there's, I, the worst is you watch college. You watch college football. It makes me feel guilty every damn Saturday. It's like, oh, he went to Jared. I'm like, I went to Dollarama. Like, yeah. what, what am I? What am I doing here? Oh, okay. So if I don't buy my uh, woman a rock, it makes me a real prick. And, and I like the or new one too, car. where the guy comes out. Oh yeah, that's the best, honey. Honey, I got you a model. The best is, oh, I really like this one. Yeah, I'm sure. We walk into Christmas and there's two new BMWs in the driveway there. Okay, thanks. Now I gotta tell you, these commercials really upset me at Christmas time because that's uh, you said it, Marenzi, a long time ago. People start to expect lots of things. The society we're in, ah, uh, well. You're, you're not getting nothing. You might get a toy car in your stocking. You're not getting a real one. That's what Cubic tr- zirconia. They're trying to guilt you. They they guilt you. Yeah, it's right? a guilt trip. Yeah, you got it. It's uh, it's all a guilt trip. Love that. Yeah, I got I got two I got two brand new uh, Range Rovers for Christmas. Like, give me a break. There's two things you can't avoid when you watch college football. Imagine Dragons music, and uh, Peoples and Jared's commercials. Yeah, aren't Imagine Dragons doing the celebration for the, the for the national championship game again like what the hell sure is no, no, unbelievable I don't even mind they're just the they're the NCAA band now <laughs> used to be collective soul yeah yeah no but they're they've they've bumped they're like the new collective soul imagine dragons but there's something about them that nobody ever bitches when they play somewhere you know what i mean it's not like oh yeah it's great imagine dragons but everyone's like yeah yeah they're all right like you know like even they played the great cup People are like, yeah, yeah, they're all right. You know, like no one, they're they're safe, but they don't suck. Like if you throw Matchbox Twenty out there or something, it's like, oh god, you know these these guys. You know, yeah, Greg Greg Sussman's like, yeah, I love Matchbox Twenty. Rob Thomas. <laughs> and listen, they have a couple of catchy songs. They have a couple of catchy songs, but nobody wants to see them perform. You know, at uh, at, at a football game. Um, Imagine Dragons, though, like ESPN used their music, like every intro and extra of college football is Imagine Dragons. 
I don't know, what, what's that new so this year? Every year they have a new song. And it gets sung, you know, nah, you're like, right. Whatever it takes. Takes. Uh, yeah, it's, it always seems to be football related, too. These guys are smart. No, it's they always like knocking with the market. Yeah, yeah we're going to do it. Is. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, uh, totally. 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 I got to tell you, though, this Monday night thing that they got going on, uh, their new format where they do the Scott Van Pelt cheat, like quick interview with that the sucks. Genesis shit. And oh, it's awful. It's, it, it's actually an embarrassment. I'd rather see it's the worst. I'd rather see anything. I uh, highlight from the games on Sunday, even though we all know what happened because we work here and we watch all the games, honestly, a little cheap shot of the band and this and that, like I, whosever idea that was, they should be canned. No, those it are, it's a, it's a halftime performance. It blows. I like how they say halftime the whole performance. It's a, it's a 30 second video clip. I know it's and it's brutal that they every it's, yeah, yeah it's no, the whole broadcast sucks man. I agree. Tessator blows the whole, the whole you know Witten. Yeah, Witten the kitten. Yeah, we can go He's on. He's done. Up. You know you know who's performing halftime at a Super Bowl this year. Pretty big get for the NFL actually. Who? Maroon Five. <laughs> like Maroon Five's like America's Got Talent like type level of band. I didn't know. I even know they were still making albums. Like the Maroon Five was the last hit they came out with like a decade ago. I got. Like, I didn't what, even know. What, what, like really? Like who the hell? What's the guy's name? Adam Levine. Levine. Yeah, Adam yeah, Levine. Well, he works. Yeah, he's a uh, the judge on. Uh, yeah, yeah, the guy's the a tool. Yeah, right? the guy's in everything. Yeah, the guy's no, I'm a tool. not a big fan either. He, you know, he's like some like little dude. He thinks he's hot and stuff like this. Hey, I'm Adam Levine. I'm in a crap ass band, Maroon Five. Dude, you suck. All right, you suck. Go do like a go do a jeans commercial or something and f off. Like we don't want to see you at the Super Bowl. I don't want to see you like I, I don't want to see you on TV ever. Like that's I'm a type of guy though. Like I'm not one of these people that oh I hate that and then I watch it. Like it's like people that come and troll us. Oh you suck, Marancy. I hate your show. Well you watch me every day. I don't like Justin Bieber, so I don't watch his videos. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So Maroon Five, but basically like. I'm just stating that there's no correlation between Maroon 5 and football or popularity. Like, they're not, they're not, like, it's an embarrassment to the NFL that the best they can come up with was Maroon 5. Like, no one wants to play for the NFL. Like, they got turned down by Cardi B. They got turned down by Adele. They got turned down uh, by everybody. I think the only band is willing to, like, uh, is, like, Coldplay. They'll do it. <laughs> of course they will. Yeah. He said Coldplay. It's elevator will, music. Yeah, Coldplay will open up a phone booth. Hey, we got a new phone booth what, opening. Yeah, we'll the, play. We'll, we'll yeah. play. What's the expression? They'll show up to the opening of an envelope. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that, that was your girlfriend's line at Kid Rock. Yeah, she my husband, Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah. She goes, Kid. I go, Hey, how do you hear the story about Kid Rock? She goes, Kid Rock. That guy will show up at the opening of an envelope. <laughs> like, oh, that's strong. <laughs> One for you. <laughs> yeah, she, she she can knock him out of the park sometimes. Give her a couple drinks. She's on fire. Yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah, Maroon Maroon 5 is performing at the half of the uh, of the Super Bowl. It's, a, it's a good It game. is insulting too because when you really think about like uh, all the black people in the league and stuff, it's such a white band. That's what it, I'm it's, saying. it's like it's just it's ridiculous. It doesn't even it doesn't even like 70 take care of your demographic. Like no yeah, I, I would say 90 something percent of the league would hate it. Like yeah, exactly. 75% of the league is black. So let's roll out the whitest guy in music and Adam Levine. You know, like it's, yeah, oh, it's almost it like, no listen, sense. you know, the NBA, I never understand because the NBA is really good, you know, but when they had the All-Star game in Toronto a couple of years ago, you know who performed at halftime? Sting. 
I know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Sting and Shaggy. Cool. Why wouldn't it be like T.I. or like Drake or something like that? I don't even like it's these really people, good. but... Yeah, no, I mean, it's like good, it's, no, it's a great point. I, I'm I sure. Know, I'm I sure know. when you go into the NBA library, Sting's at the top of the list. Yeah, like when you're <laughs> playing like NBA opposite. highlights, watching dunks, <laughs> is it Sting? I'm going to lose out my an faith SOS in you. In you. Well, at least the police would be all right. You know what I mean? No, no, it, would, it still wouldn't be, but better than Sting. Yes, as a whole. It's a horrible, it's a hor- whatever, it, either way you slice it, it's stupid. You, you said it. It just, it makes no sense if you want to just be a roster. The league. There should just be a roster of like 10 bands, and that's all they do is play these events. It's like, it's like we, we accept it, like Nickelback, you know what I mean? It's like, like, listen, Nickelback, you get one Super Bowl every two years. <laughs> um, yeah, Creed. Creed can step up and wide open. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like uh, you know, like Maroon Five. You know what Maroon Five? Honestly, I'm not even kidding. You know what Maroon Five should open up? Like Maroon Five should be on tour, like with Disney on ice. Like people are like figure skating. Would be like, oh, Adam Levine, he's so cute. No, let's go see the figure skating, honey. You know what I mean? Like, see, uh, I'm a talent agent. I know, I know. <laughs> no, but like, Disney why would? That's no, pretty simple. Like, even simple. Get ACDC. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going to bitch. Like, even the brothers would be like, yeah, yeah, hell's bells. These guys are pretty good. You know what the number one most uh, popular song of NFL players is of all time? Well, I'll tell you on the other side. Here's my man Lou Pellegrino just yeah, arrived. Nice tease. Angry Lou. Surly Burger Lou. King. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Wow, wow. I thought this song was deleted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It ain't Yang. It ain't Yang. Dang. He don't eat pork. Not yet, ain't no. He likes turkey, bacon, yeah. Less salt. Turns out Yang's also a fan of, uh, he likes that barbecue chicken pizza. Yeah, he does. I know. I got a buddy like that, too. No tomato sauce, barbecue sauce, and chicken. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm a, I'm an original. I like the tomato sauce. No, you need this. I don't do I don't do barbecue sauce. Yeah, I not, do barbecue. You know what I do? Barbecue sauce on barbecue on chicken. That's what I do. If there's not, tomato, but not on pizza. Yeah, if there's not tomato sauce, then it's not not actually yeah. a pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so looking at uh, looking at the sports world today, not a whole hell of a lot has happened to be honest. No. There's a lot of games tonight. Uh, that will jump. It sure into. is. But as far as sure sort is. of big stories or, you know, there's really not a whole hell of a lot. No, there's nothing. Like, uh, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. See, see, like a Nathan, what is it, the Raiders have signed Nate Peterman? Like, okay, great. Good luck with that one. That's kind of interesting. Uh, that's about it there. What else? Well, you know, that's, that's funny that you bring that up only because, as usual, there's people that really should owe me, uh, owe me an apology. 
or at least I told people we can find it on Twitter. When Nate Peterman got uh, released, everyone said, like, oh, that's the end of Nate Peterman, uh, his career, blah, 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 blah. I said, man, this guy's going to be signed in a couple of weeks. So it's actually taken longer than I thought it would. Like, there's there's a dearth of good quarterbacks. You know, there just isn't. There's not enough quarterbacks to go around. And uh, they need you need three quarterbacks on a roster. And uh, Nate Peterman basically is in the top 96 quarterbacks in America, whether people want to admit it or not. He's a top 96 quarterback. Yeah, it might be 94, but, uh, yeah, good, good, good on him. Hey, hey, hey he, you got to like it. Guy's still employed, and, uh, you know, maybe after a couple of years he can get better. I, I wish guys to do well. He also got thrown in the fire. I think it kind of it kind of ruined him the way the Bills handled his career. It didn't help him any. They didn't do him any favors. Hard to recover from the five-interception uh, five, uh, five game. Yeah, it's the Chargers? Yeah. yeah that the was perception tough. was out there, and it was, the genie was out of the bottle. It was hard to put it. It's sort of... He was known as the guy that threw five interceptions, right, in his, in his first start. Yet, you know, we're, we're in an age right now where, you know, Twitter attacks people instantly and doesn't give people credit after, right? Look, Nate, I don't know. Nate Peterman, you know, shouldn't suck as much as he does. He just did. He just did. But he's going to be in the NFL. I mean, people can laugh at Nate Peterman. He's a millionaire. And uh, most of you laughing at him or not, besides Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Yeah, true, true. <coughs> Jalen Ramsey. What were we saying? The other one. It was like, are you worried about Marone getting? I don't worry about. I don't worry about anybody but myself. <laughs> that was the best on this team. He was just like they interviewed him last week. I go, this guy's this guy's hilarious, man. He's a piece of work. That guy. Yeah, you know, it's not a bad answer though. Really. No, he, he, it yeah, is. It's, not you know, it's it, sort of it, you could twist it, and you know, people can twist it into a. That's true. That he's could, a jerk, and oh, he's like you know, he's saying, oh, I don't give an f. I don't really think he was saying that. I think he's basically like, listen, I handle my business. That's not, it's not up to me. You know what I mean? I think it, 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 that's his own yep. way of saying, I don't, I'm not worried about outside stuff. I can't worry about, like, if the coach is going to get fired. And honestly, coaches and, and, and sports, they like guys like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's, isn't that what everyone always, isn't that what the coach always tells you in sports? Handle your man. Handle your job, and don't worry about anything else. You right? That's so. Uh, Jalen Ramsey no, is right. basically showing up, doing his job, and you know. But one one thing that comes across is it wasn't like a big vote of support for Marone. Yeah, he didn't come out and say, "Oh no, that's ridiculous. He's a great coach, and we don't want to see him go." Like that's what's happening now in New York with Eli Manning, where Saquon Barkley, who's probably pretty influential just because how good he is. It's like, dude, you got to shut up, man. Like, don't go tell the New York Post how good Eli Manning is. Like, I know you're trying to look classy and, you know, you're trying to stand up for a teammate and stuff, but you're just a rookie. You don't need to do anything for Eli Manning. You know, like, let Eli Manning basically handle this on his own. I'm just stating it creates a perception, and now Eli Manning, they're all like, oh, yeah, Eli Manning's going to come back. It's like, dude, like, you guys don't learn? Like, you're wasting Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley with Eli Manning as your quarterback. Like, if Nate Peterman is number, like, Nate Peterman's bad, bro, but, like, Eli Manning's not much better than Nate Peterman. He doesn't throw the interceptions, but he can't throw the ball. He doesn't have any arm strength. He's got no mobility. He can't. The pocket collapses. Exactly. Like, I don't understand. I get it. He won two Super Bowls for you. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. 
if you really right. break down those games, the, Look, that Patriots the, the team Cowboys, was unstoppable. The Cowboys they the best let defense ever. go. They let Emmitt yep. Smith go. Peyton Manning, the Colts, said, you know what? We got to let this guy go, man. Like, it's time. Like, look, dude, you think Harbaugh likes throwing Flacco under the bus like this? That's his guy. They won a Super Bowl together. They won a hell of a lot of games together. A lot of great memories. You know what I mean? A lot of great memories. Lamar Jackson's the quarterback now. That's just the way it is. Like, it, it sucks. It's, you know, it's an ugly end. But he gives us a better chance to win right now, and we're not taking him out. Right? So, unless Lamar gets hurt, he's not getting in there. And I don't know. Like, I could live if, listen, I'm not even, I'm not a Giant fan, but I see this team up close, and I could live with the New York Giants keeping Eli Manning, but drafting a quarterback. And I'm not talking about Davis Webb or Webb or Kyle Aletta or no, any of these. A sticks. real prospect. A guy that could start. A Drew Locke. A first rounder, yes. Yeah, a Drew Locke. A, Will Greer. A, Will Greer? Uh, I like Will Greer. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had a better year than people thought he was going to have. Like, Will Greer had a good year, man. That guy's good. I don't care what anybody says. I, I don't I like any of these quarterbacks in this draft, to be honest. They're not as good. No, they're, 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 it's funny. The guys that are going to go high, exactly. There's no... You look at it, that Darnold, there's no Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen for that matter, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Like, I look at the list of talent and go, all the other guys from this draft, I think, are better prospects. They like the kid from Oregon, Herbert, but I, I'm not I'm not even sure about him. I'm not even sure he's coming yeah. out. He's not as good as the other guys that were drafted. Herbert hasn't declared, bro. Like, I don't think he's – Herbert hasn't said uh, he's even uh, – He's even coming out now. I don't think he's. I don't think he's ready. I think the problem with this is that he could be the number one quarterback taken. So you almost have to go. Like, why would you not if you really are going to yeah. be that high? So you got Justin Herbert. Whatever, man. I've seen him. He's all right. He's six foot six. He throws a good. You know, he's got a strong arm. He, you know, I guess they're thinking he's sort of Josh Allen-ish a bit. But to me, Herbert Cam is not an NFL savior. I think if you put him on a really good team, he could be good in, in a couple of years. Like, but I, I'm not seeing it. Like, I, you know, I don't think Herbert's this guy that, oh, he saves the New York Giants. So, like, honestly, like, if you took Herbert and you, you have Eli Manning and, you know, you sort of develop the guy, then I think it could work out a little bit. But just looking at the quarterbacks, you got Justin Herbert, six foot six quarterback out of Oregon, 225-pounder. You got Drew Locke, who I, I'm a fan of Drew Locke. Locke is good. Locke is um, Locke is that prototypical NFL quarterback. He makes tight throws and windows too. No, I like yeah. I like Drew Locke too. Out of them all, out of them all, when you look at like the body of work, he plays in the SEC for Missouri too. Gabe, I watch a lot of those games exactly. when they were on. Like he's playing he against throw, he NFL throw, caliber he, DBs. Yes, right? and 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 at the, and the thing I like about him at the twenties, he throws balls in the really tight windows. When I watch those other guys, like even when I was watching Herbert, I'm like, eh. You know, the game against Washington State, a, a very, very inaccurate. I think I think Drew Locke's the guy. I agree. I, I agree with you. When it comes to when it comes down to like really, the guy throws bullets. He's got accuracy. He's got it all. He's the guy. Out of all those guys, he's the guy. A lot of the scouts like Ryan Finley from uh, NC State. No way. I'm not a fan. Really? That's I, this Clayton no Thorson stuff from Northwestern's insane. Yeah, there's no one. Clayton Thorson sucks. You know, he's. I agree with you. Uh, I, and, I, and they're talking. They're talking about. They're talking about Finley from NC State. Yeah. I watch that guy, man. No, come on. Like, are you kidding me? Clayton Thorson. I can barely Clayton, beat North Carolina. Clayton Thorson won't be an NFL caliber quarterback either. 
Like, no, uh, I, I'm, I, yeah, I, he'll, he'll be on a roster, but I don't think he'll be. Uh, Drew Locke's the. All right, then you got your boy Will Greer. Now, you know what? I'm going to say this. I like Will Greer. Greer. Will Greer might be this year's Baker Mayfield, to be honest. That's who I was going to compare him to, Gabe. That's that's exactly my type of guy. He's a shoulder guy. Good quarterback. Comes from the same conference, actually. Um, You know, I I see, you know, I see, I can see what teams like in Will Greer. To me, Will Greer is going to be one of these all-or-nothing dudes. Will Greer... Will Greer is either going to be like he's gonna really going to work out or he'll just be a bust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he's going to work out. I, I saw him, and, and you could take a look at his uh, body of work, too. Look at the big games, Gabe. He showed up. Who's his best receiver? Uh, uh, Stills, the, the, the white kid on West Virginia. Like, imagine this guy actually playing with, like, wicked, wicked, wicked talent, too. The team never really had a running game. He had to put, a, put teams on his back. He threw for crazy amounts of yardage, very similar to Baker Mayfield. When you're playing in the Big 12, I like him. I like him a lot, and I like the guy. I like his attitude. He's kind of like Baker Mayfield, cocky without uh, being a little less annoying. That's my take. No headband. Uh, does, he, does he wear a headband, too? I, you got, got to gas the headband if you got no. a headband. Yeah. We don't like headbands. Shea Patterson, Michigan. No way. Um, no, nah, I don't see it either. There's really, you know. It's really yeah, there's not a great it's not a great quarterback. No, guys. it's not. You you said it. Uh, there's only about two or three guys that you'd really, really look at. Gardner Minshew, Washington State. Nah. Mm, he's okay, but I don't know. I don't think so. You know Marshall Falk, uh, out of all these quarterbacks this year, um, his guy he said that he thinks will be the best in the NFL well, was Jake Browning of Washington. Really? Yeah, it's interesting. He said there that all these other guys are hype, but he thinks that Browning will be better in the NFL than he is in college. That Browning can actually do the things you need to do in the NFL more than these other guys. Which, you know, it's interesting. You know, as a better, as a betting man, I'm like, man, Browning didn't win big games, right? Browning sort of has struggled at times in big games. But, truth be told, man, like, you know, you look, Eli Manning, his old Miss teams weren't very good. Jay Cutler won four games at nope. Vanderbilt, right? Josh Allen didn't win any games at, at Wyoming. They were better without him. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. They were. Like, I don't know how, like, a team like Wyoming could be better without having a star quarterback. But, you know, sports is weird like that. But I'm just saying, like, winning games, it has no correlation on, on being a successful NFL quarterback. Like, I it, also thought it helps Jake, to be a Jake winner, Browning but... You know what I mean? In his first game against Auburn, no, I totally know what you mean. He played good against Auburn, Gabe. He did in the first game that they barely lost. That wasn't his fault on the fumble on that last drive. Uh, against Washington State in the Apple Cup, there were elements there. Didn't really show up in those games, but I still think I, I, I can see where Marshall Falk's coming from. There's a lot of things I like about Jake Browning. He just seems smart and a guy that can figure out the difference between, between college and NFL. He's not going to be a t- t- prototypical, usually Washington Husky quarterbacks. They haven't uh, fared very well. Trust me. Remember Heward? Brock Heward with uh, Seattle. A lot of those guys, they didn't pan out. But uh, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, who's the other guy? I agree with him. Jake Locker. Yeah, Locker. He's not even in the NFL anymore. Horrible le- uh, leg injury, and then uh, he was done. Yeah, Jake Locker, first rounder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brock Heward. Tennessee. Damon, uh I don't think Washington's yeah, Washington had a real quarterbacks. Good, I think they've had a real good quarterback since uh, Warren Moon. Mark Brunel. Oh, Mark Brunel, good call. Yep. It's going back a ways. Yeah, I remember Mark Brunel at Washington. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I like the Huskies, so I, I, you know, 
I, I, yeah, I, I, it actually makes sense. That's that I would take a shot on Browning for sure. I, I, I know the Pac-12. It's been down a well, little you bit. Get Browning game, but in the fifth round or something like that, right? Four fifth round as opposed to these other guys. That's a, a steal. I think he'd be a steal in that round. I definitely take a chance on it. I'm not one of these guys too. When you hear, oh, it's a great quarterback class, a bad quarterback class. Because you never know, right? The, the, the scouts don't know. The so-called experts don't know. None of us really know. Yet, we sort of do from watching college football that Ryan Finley ain't saving any NFL team. No, he's not. You know, you know actually, we didn't, we didn't <laughs> mention who's really climbed the ladder recently is Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. And he's, you know, he's, he's sort of a modern, modern-style quarterback, but he's actually not that mobile. It's interesting. He's not. Like, he's more of a pocket passer, but he's not a great pocket passer. But he, he's thick. Yeah, he's 6'3", 220. He can run. And he, he fits, like, a lot of the sort of check marks of the new school uh, quarterback. Like, sort of the Mahomes, Deshaun Watson type that can throw the ball, can run a little bit, but understands, you know, understands a uh, pass offense. And he does. So he's actually a quarterback that's really, really climbed uh, climbed the ladder. Like, 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 put it this way. He's probably, you know, like, look, Lamar Jackson. Dwayne Haskins is probably a little more polished than Lamar Jackson is and was, you know? Yep, I so, agree. Lamar Jackson's more electrifying with his legs, but Haskins in the yeah, last few games, saying, his, arm, yeah, his accuracy is better. If it's up to your team, right? I mean, it comes down to it. I hate to simplify like this, but... If you're a GM and you're a team that likes those big, white, you know, tall quarterbacks, they're going to throw the ball, and, you know, they, they might throw a lot of interceptions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, then, then you're True. going with Herbert. You know, you're going with Drew Locke. If you're a coach and a coordinator, though, who likes what KC does or likes what Houston does and likes the mobile quarterback, that you know, the dual-threat quarterback, then, then Dwayne Haskins is your guy, you know? That's where the NFL. That's where the NFL exactly. is going. That's why this when you look at Patrick Mahomes, the ladder right now. Yes, big time. And that's the thing about Mahomes. Everyone's talking, oh, system quarterbacks. Oh, Texas, Texas Tech. Well, Patrick Mahomes has proven well, a good proven everybody wrong. Texas Tech was no good. Like when Mahomes was there. No, they, they won like five games. And, he threw, and, he threw, and also, when you look at Mahomes, take a look at Mahomes in college. How many interceptions he threw in comparison to the NFL? It's almost like like he improved. Big time. I don't know what it was with film study or somebody getting through to him, but he made crazy throws into triple coverage and stuff at Texas Tech, and he does not make those throws in the he NFL. he was trying to win a game for them. He had to. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I understand that. It's like but Josh, I'm just saying, he's It's like he's Josh smart. Allen. They, like oh, Josh Allen threw interceptions in Wyoming. Yeah, because well, he's yeah, trying he's... to win a game for them. Like, he, you know what I mean? He's yep. their best player. What's he not going to do? He's a quarterback. True. Throw it. Like, how many kids on Wyoming were getting that wide open for him? You know? They weren't. He had to throw it anyways. <laughs> like, it's just it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's strange, too, because if you look honestly, a lot of the winningest college players really hasn't translated into professional. Same thing. If it really did, then every Duke player would be a star in the NBA. They're not. Right? Duke's been yep, one and, of the most and, consistent and, NBA pro, uh, college programs over the years. They're Al- in- Alabama? Alabama, you could look at their position players. Yeah, amazing. Look at the run. Players, yeah. yeah, yeah. And look at their look at their quarterbacks. How's AJ McCarron doing? He's a career backup, right? So oh, these are programs that win national championships. Their quarterbacks have been horrible. Quarterbacks are terrible professionally. Yeah. Exactly. Remember, so 
Remember, it's a nice looking pie you got there from Big Cat there. Holy jeez, that's a nice thin crust. There are lots of look at the pepperoni. They don't chintz out on it. Like I gotta tell you, man, I'm what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten pieces on one slice. You don't get more than five and a half on the over under these days. <laughs> great call. No, it's true, Maranti. You know they chintz out. That's a great looking pie. Yeah, we appreciate it from uh, from uh, from Big Cat. Never had anyone count a piece of pepperoni on a pizza. Yeah, you got him, Brad. Cam, Cam, keep him, hold him accountable. Cam wants value. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions. Ready and Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So, yeah, class act, Big Cat. Thanks for the pizza, buddy. I know it isn't cheap in New York either. You didn't have to do it. Uh, poor guy. He's he sent a great pizza, guy. Sent pizza last week for the crew here. Um, well, he's tried to send it to us, but we weren't here. And uh, sent you a pizza in Toronto. And now sent yep, another yep, pizza yep. here today. It's a lot of pizza, bro. It's a lot of Considering, it sure is. Considering we've given nothing but uh, bad picks on this program over the years. Yeah, some picks. Uh, <laughs> hot and cold. Our I'm not going to say they're amazing. <laughs> our, UAB. Uh, our bull pick Yay. was good last night. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Hockey. I don't man, know what it is, you know, dude. The Winnipeg better. Jets, they always screw Still me. Don't bet them. I'm done. Yeah, you know, like, and they I, always I, and effing screw me. So do the Predators. The Predators are like my Panthers, too. They're like Carolina. They're like Nashville. And know what they are? Oh. They're very similar looking. They're a cat. Like, but a, not a nice house cat they like always, your old friend. They always take a lead. They're a mean cat. They yeah, they do. They and they, did, again, and they like, piss it away. To the Chicago Blackhawks. You can't bet the Predators right now. I know. They lost to the Blackhawks. They got four four of the main guys on their team are hurt, hurt Marenzi. I actually hit Ottawa the other night. And I'm an idiot, too. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play all these uh, home favorites and stuff. I got a guy on Twitter's like, that's a lot of juice, Cam. And it was. That's the thing. Like, I'm lucky that in the parlay that I clipped with the Leafs because I did the Leafs in, in reg and on money line, so it won more parlays than not. Without doing that, I would have been absolutely screwed. Winnipeg lost last night. Who else lost last night? Yeah, Predators we talked about. Buffalo. Uh, good call, though, on the Rangers. Buffalo pissed away a lead 2-1. Uh, to one. They lose 4-2. to two. Yeah, it's uh, usually hockey's pretty good. It was a, t- a tough racket last night. There's only two games tonight, though, but big NBA world. board for I you. Went, I went 2-3. No, we I, yeah, okay. I went 2-3 and yeah. three in hockey. It just it sucked because... I thought I was going to go 2-0. and Like you said, you know, Sabres had the lead. Uh, Leafs were rolling. I'm like, man, 2-0. and We're going we're winning the bowl game. Dude, I got so screwed last night. I had the over 228 in that Laker game. It was sailing over the number all night. And then all the time, the Nets don't score in the fourth quarter. Like, they, they, you know, they, they stopped scoring. And I sort of gave up on the total. But then the Lakers got hot in the last, like, two minutes. And 
It got up to 225. And, man, Hollis Jefferson missed, like, he had four free throws in the last, like, 40 seconds. He missed two of them. So I left two points on the on the board there. And then that son of a bitch, LeBron James, um, the guy's been screwing me for years. Like, one way or the other, this guy will screw me. Uh, if I bet against him, he'll, he'll, he'll hit a shot and break, you know, just break our back like he did last year in the playoffs when we went to the game. Or or I need I need three more points, Cam. It's 13 seconds left. LeBron gets the ball, tosses an air ball. He tossed an air ball. Couldn't even get the rebound or a foul or anything. Like, it went out of bounds. You know, and, like he, and, then, and then at the end of the game, he forced up another bad three. It's like a course, right? Of course. Like, LeBron, when I need him to hit a damn one three for the push, you know, I need four points for the win. That was a big swing. And then I had a money line parlay on the Pacers. And the Pacers end up losing to the stupid Cavaliers. That ends up costing me $359. Essentially, two basketball plays last night, like two shots, a tip-in and an air ball, was a $659 swing for me last night. Like, I'm still pissed. I don't yeah. I, I really no, don't get that I bad about this, this crap anymore, but no, but, I'm not no, happy but now about you, yeah. No, I wouldn't be happy either. And uh, on Football Sunday, I did a great, Gabe, and I was going through, going through my records and, you know, documenting stuff, and I'm like, wow, the Jacksonville Jaguars just cost me, like, close to $3,000 in parlays. Like a stooge, I had Indianapolis, all the winners, and I put Jacksonville money line on them just to make them bigger. Lost outright to Washington. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, stupid stuff like that, you know? It's just so frustrating. That's the thing. If you're going to bet every night, things like that are going to happen, and uh, maybe the maybe we'll get some good breaks. It just doesn't seem to happen there sometimes, though, man. Usually it's something crazy that goes against you that helps you, like pissing away a five-goal lead in a game. All right, you know? where, where are we going here? What do we have here? Yeah, we got Riggs. Riggs. What's up, Riggs? Hey, guys. How are you? Still, good, Riggs. How are you? Still a little upset about good, last night. Good. But... Actually, just walked into the sports book. Um, got my two tickets from last night. We won with the Blazers. So I got here last night five minutes late. And you guys know what happened in the first play of the game. The guy scores a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, so I had to get it at five and a half. All right. At least I take that. And yeah. then I took the Nets money line. Good calls last night. Nice, See, Riggs. Only good, a good stuff. Games. That's what me and Cam were talking yeah, about. Too many games. This is the conversation. See, Riggs? Three games. Us. Yeah. Like nine. Nine. So we go four and five or five and four. The juice. Ding, 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 ding. You, smart man, games. Riggs. That's me and Morency. We don't talk Dang. about New Year's resolutions, but uh, we'll do this before <laughs> New Year's. Less games. Yeah. I told him more units, yeah. less games. That's the, that's the new units, model. Less games. Well, we got the yeah, bowl game tonight. Management. Bowl game tonight, Ohio and um, San Diego State. I'm on San Diego State. I, like I haven't San bet that Diego game State yet. Too. I like the under. I bet the under in this football game. I know last game, that last night's game sailed over the number. Just tracking some of the Aztec games, they can have problems rolling that offense out there. Uh, I think this game goes under. I think it's actually they, they struggle to get their game. I know it went down, though. Wouldn't it go from 54 to 52 and a half? Yeah, I got the over 52 and a half. and a half yesterday, actually. Yeah. I like the under yeah. in this football game, so we agree to disagree. Just, just real quick, while I was listening to the show, um, Gabe has mentioned several times, you know, about Duke players. So they come out, they're not as good when you get to the NBA. How would you like to have Gabe's boy from Dallas right now, um, the guy from overseas, Don? Luka Doncic. Yeah, and, that's what we talked um, about. Ian Morrison talked about it all and summer. Marvin Bagley got, got right before him. Yeah, yeah, I know. Gabe, Gabe, remember? 
remember we were talking about our mock draft with Pete and stuff like that, and we talk about Doncic already being a man and playing against men overseas and stuff, and we said we like it. Like, yeah. So Atlanta, Atlanta goes, okay, well, we're going to pass up on the guy because people in the United States and Canada don't know him, people in North America don't know him, but you know what I mean? So you go after Trey Young, and Doncic, you know, has already dominated in a men's league. So what's he going to do in the NBA? Right. This kid's going to be amazing. It's crazy. Right, right. What do you think, Brent? What, what, what do you think, Brent? They him up. They had to trade him, right? Yeah, yeah. They even traded. They they moved up. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you, Dallas. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they they drafted him and traded him. Dallas, traded him. Dallas has been pretty inept over the years. Mark Cuban was a great owner. He became oh. he became sort of a character of himself with the Shark Tank stuff, and there was just more bullshit surrounding Mark Cuban, and there was success. Yet, I think Luka Doncic's actually turned his franchise around. And yeah. I'm throwing it out there. I think Kevin Durant, there's a good chance Kevin Durant is a Dallas Maverick. I think, like, wow. uh, that's just that's me speculating. You know, I should just be like everyone else right. in the NBA. My sources tell me that Kevin Durant's going to go to Dallas. I thought you were going to say New York City, Bubba. No, no, there's no tax in, in, in Texas, so there's a lot of money. Ooh. He played for yep. the Texas Longhorns. He's already a hero there. You have Luka Doncic, who is a mega young star. You get Durant, and Durant wants to be the man-man. He doesn't want to share, right? He don't mind sharing right. with some European kid that's going to pass him the ball. And Doncic is going to be happy. Right. Oh, here, I'm with Kevin Durant. He's going to pass him the ball. He can, and, and KD can take over for Nowitzki. He's sort of that shooter, that pop-up guy. He could be the star without having to compete. Like... KD ain't going to the Lakers. He ain't standing around with LeBron. Like, he's going to be the guy. He wants to show that I can, no, I I can lead a team. I'm throwing it out there. And another team, guys, the Toronto Raptors with, for Kevin Durant. I'm sure a lot of people will laugh, but uh, I'm telling you. It's cold. Like, Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. He, like, he likes to be warm. Could coexist. Well, listen, the Raptors were his favorite yeah. team growing up. Um while we're on his team. What I was going to say, though, Ke- Kevin Durant said his favorite city, you mentioned it, his favorite city in the NBA is Phoenix. He said that's yeah. where, like, he said he'd like to live in Phoenix, but it doesn't mean he's going to play there. I don't know what that means. What's going on over there, Riggs? It sounds like there's horse racing in the background there. Yeah. Coming around the corner, Meadowlands. I just took a horse. I just took a horse camp. Yeah. And the race is over him. I think he's still running. <laughs> yeah, that's the well. T- hey, me and Gabe will tell you all about the horse business, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, Riggs is for Riggs. 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 not for us. Humans. I'm not. I'm not going to horses. That's the thing. Humans will hurt you. Horses will hurt you more. <laughs> He's from Kentucky, so he knows horses. Uh, so what are you? What are you betting on tonight, Riggs? You're taking San Diego State. No, I'm, I think I'm gonna lay out the game tonight. I think I'm gonna take um, the Warriors yeah. uh, money line. Yeah. And then, um, I, like I said, I like the um, – th- I mean, they're pretty much a minus two. How do you not bet them? And then I like um, Woodford plus the nine. And then I like um, the Auburn game. And then we're going to go with the – who was that getting – the Mississippi State game. Who was that? Oh, the um, – I love that Riggs. UCLA plus eight. Riggs has too many games. Now he's, he's rattled off like all these calls. Yeah, yeah, Riggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Four Stop games right I definitely love. All right. Hey, um, Gabe, real quick. I'm going to get off here. If you need anything, I'll be here for a half hour. That's it. Okay, good good stuff, Ray. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, see, yeah, it can okay. save you a, save, save Cor- you a trip here, Gabe. Yeah, what save happened? Save your trip. What happened? Corey just hit me up. Oh, he did, eh? 
Yeah, what happened? No, Corey Cam? just hit me up, put a parlay in. Did you get the the, the hard cam? I sure did, Marenzi. Okay. Okay. In the account yeah, and funded. And also, yeah, to tell you, Gabe, uh, I didn't spend your. Uh, you had the twenty dollars bonus from before, so you have two seventy in there now. Two seventy. Twenty extra. Uh, that's good. Not Thank bad. you. Yep, no cool. problem. Yeah, I, I like the lady. Right, at the, I, I gotta be honest. I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you. I'm starting to get concerned at the store. Uh, it's getting around the holiday season with lineups now. It's starting to feel like our old buddy Shane back there. Usually yeah. I breeze through, but now you know what I mean. There's a lot of seniors at the counters. Oh, yeah, can you send me this now. envelope yeah. to, to New Zealand to be my daughter? It's I'm sitting there like eight deep in the line, going, "Are you kidding me?" And I gotta tell you, the last couple of times this. Uh, I'm glad we go in the afternoon because uh, pay save cards in the morning, they have a lot of problems with the software in the morning. It's weird. Sometimes it kicks out. But I've been hearing pay save r- rarely works recently. It's on and yes, off. That's what, I, oh, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The lady actually gave me a big talk. She goes, sir, if this is important to you, I would suggest, like, look for another uh, element. She goes, we've had a lot of problems with it recently. I'm like, I'm just helping out my buddy. So she goes, well, I'm just telling you, the, 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 it's been knocked off offline a lot. So I, I guess maybe people are hitting it hard and, they need more band. I'm like, what's going on over there? It's weird. It's, I, I it's bet been you, on for a long time. I bet you, for the most part, people are using this stuff for what I am. Like, who else? Yes. Who else would use that? Like you said, there's no. no that's need the to. thing. Like, it's, you're no. you're going out of your way to buy some obscure online currency that you don't need. You know what I mean? Like, there's other ways, like to to buy things. Yet, it's for gambling. I mean, I, I got to believe that their company is pretty much just alive. Like, who else is buying these things? That's the thing. You don't need them for anything else. To your point, what else? That, you, you, you could do it in so many different ways. The only people that need it are people with gambling accounts. Exactly. So, anyway, there's a lot of gamblers out there because their system's yeah. jammed. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of the moral of the story, right? Yeah, it's a moral. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's the moral like, story is people are out there gambling. People gamble. Like they I sure said, do, like buddy. I was saying, there's they three, sure do. Three hundred million, three hundred million dollars were bet legally in the state of New Jersey in the month of November. So, like I said, so that means illegally there was probably about seven hundred million bet. Yep. If not Good more, call. which means think about probably that. more. It's a billion dollars in this area in one month bet cap. Billion dollars. Yep. Oh, I could see that, man. There's a and you got you got a lot of sports in your backyard. Think about all the teams in that area. There's a like here, you know, what do you got? You got only got a couple. You got the Leafs, you got the Raptors, you got the TFC. No, see, like you know what I mean. You got everything. You got multiple teams from multiple leagues in that area. Now, and I'll tell you, when I went to that website and I saw New York in the blue, that they passed one thing. I, I have a feeling. I know the the wheels of uh, politics churn at a slow pace, Morency, but I got a feeling as a betting man that New York will be have legalized gambling soon. Yeah, I think they can't. They can't watch New Jersey do this forever. It's well, gonna, it's going to happen. This is something uh, that just passed earlier today, and basically every day now, it's 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 insane. On a daily basis now, we have um, we have more news from the sports betting industry. So the federal government would regulate sports betting nationwide under a bill that was introduced earlier in the day today. Senator Chuck Schumer, a New York Democrat, tells the Associated Press that he and Republican Senator Orrin Hatch of Utah will introduce the Sports Wagering Market Integrity Act of 2018. Uh, it would have the U.S. Justice Department set minimum standards states must meet in order to offer sports betting. The eight states that offer sports betting already could still continue while the Justice Department evaluates uh, the bill and the new laws. The bill uh, would uh, not 
provide so-called integrity fee payments to leagues. But, and this is the catch, this is why, this is where the government gets involved here and the leagues get involved. So the bill would not provide for any integrity fee, but would require that sports wagering operators use the data provided that is licensed by the leagues. So in legalese, Cam, basically, remember, so the leagues wanted an integrity fee, and they realized that that was laughable, right? You're not getting an integrity fee. Then they went to this whole data thing. You need our stats, right? You know, NFL.com, We own the stats. We own the data. Yet, kind of of a joke. It's like, I already know what the score is. What do you mean your data? Yeah. Yet, (laughs) uh, yet, yet, I understand, like, you know, there's all kinds of advanced metrics and statistics and stuff now that the, the NBA can share and the leagues can share with the sportsbook operators, right? So I get it. But what, what it is basically is Schumer and Orrin Hatch, and Schumer like, gets a lot of donations from sports owners. So sports owners just don't want to be left out of this. So essentially it's like, all right, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna make money off of our product, you know, we got to get a little bit of a piece off of this. And they realized that the, the whole 1% integrity thing just sort of came across looking cheap and stupid. You know, like, yeah. oh, you're a bunch of you know, Jerry Jones arguing for 1% of integrity. You know what I mean? You guys don't have any integrity. Like, don't, don't, you know, what are you talking integrity fee? Uh, and then the players are bitching about integrity fee. So at least this way it just says, listen, there's no integrity fee, but the league's going to get some money for, for the rights to the data. And that'll be a little trickle-down effect. But it's interesting. I, I read an interview with the uh, an article with the NFL owners a couple of days ago, from last week at the winter at the owners meetings NFL, and they basically more than one owner stated that they would rather just sell, do it like they're doing now, sort of like sell out the rights, right, to MGM and the Caesars. He's like, yeah. we we don't want to get into the one percent stuff because then we're going to be too tied in and we're going to be too associated. We can just make the money off it. And basically, the NFL owners were saying they don't need an integrity fee. They they see that this is the new fantasy football to them. This is the new fantasy football to them. Like people don't want to go to games anymore. Attendance is down. They're talking about engagement. So if if you can bet at the stadium, people will be engaged. They're basically talking about, dude. It was the owner of the Dolphins said, just imagine if you were able to bet on your favorite player on how many yards he's going to get in the second half. He's basically stating that people are more interested in a game when they bet. And they're yes. saying how it's going to <laughs> enhance the, your fan experience by being able to bet. And these are leagues. So how many segments. times? Yeah, this is the league. Yeah, you're segments. right. How many, exactly, how many times have we been in Buffalo going, oh, my God, I wish we were somewhere else, put our bets in for the other games and stuff like that. It's just it's inconvenient to go to a game. It's costing you money. And it's funny because the NFL owner said the other day that they can't fully get involved with gambling until there's a federal law. And then, boom, two days later, Chuck Schumer drops this. It's coming. I mean, it's, it's literally going to be within a year. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morancy alongside Cam Stewart. Cam, you got to read for us. Yeah, good call, Morancy. You want to be the next uh, daily fantasy legend? Well, you got to try dailyroto.com for free this holiday season. That's right. Free advice from fantasy pros, free NBA DFS projections, free optimizer access, and free everything else you need to dominate daily fantasy basketball this holiday season. So stuff your stockings with cold, hard cash and get free access to Daily Roto with the promo code DRHOLIDAYS to access your free trial. That's DRHOLIDAYS, DailyRoto.com, the best in the biz. Well done. Well done. Lou will join us in a couple of minutes uh, here from Gamblu.com. Uh, just talking about uh, this, a uh, lot of talk about legal sports betting and, uh, and the bill. So Chuck Schumer and Orrin Hatch introduced federal sports gambling bill. So as we stated, um, it's not even on the floor yet, right? So it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little while for this to go through. A uh, pair of U.S. senators from opposing parties are proposing the federal government take control of sports gambling in America, which isn't obvious. It isn't ideal, actually, here. Right. I mean, <laughs> the federal government's yeah. always talking about state by state. Right. About how states should have their own rights. Yeah. And and now here they are saying they're going to take this over yet. Yeah, it's sort of like mixed martial arts in which Dana White's always bitched and said his life would be a lot easier if there was just like a blanket uniform rule uh, from state to state because every state is different. Um, as I stated, this is just a way for the leagues to get more money. I mean, because in the bill, it would say the sportsbook operators will be required to pay for the data from the leagues. It's almost, it's like it's forced. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're forcing, so the leagues are going to make money off it. And then after that, they're going to make more money uh, from, from the advertising. Yet there's always conflicting interest uh, here. As uh, I see, the uh, American Gaming Association opposes this. They don't want, they don't want the federal law coming into uh, in a play. They want the states to be able to handle this. I, I think it should be. Do you not agree, though, Gabe, state? I'd, I'd go state by state. Right? I, I wouldn't want one big entity. I'd, li- I'd like it to be state by state. What's, what, what's your opinion? I would prefer state by state, yet, as I was just talking about, the very, very bigger safe companies, such as the NFL and Disney, ESPN, etc., they don't want to do business you can't do business it was with an entity that's illegal in another state camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like, if you're, if you're Disney and your shareholders, it's like, what do you mean we're investing in sports betting? Like, it's not even legal in Alabama. It's not even legal. Like, it, yeah, exactly. So you can't, as, as a private company, you could do it and say, hey, we can make money in these eight states right now. But, you know, it's, if it's not, it's almost like the marijuana stuff. Did you know now at the airport they'll ask you, are you an investor in marijuana stock? And if yeah. you say yes, you're, you're a legitimate businessman, right? But no, if you say yep. yes that you invested in marijuana stock, you are a drug dealer because marijuana is not federally regulated. It's not legal everywhere. So, yeah, you might be investing in a legal stock in California, but in Alabama and North Carolina, you're investing in a product that is deemed a class three or whatever the hell it's, it's called drug. Very good Class point. one drug. Very good point. So... You're a drug dealer to them. So it's the same thing. Like That's why the NFL, Stephen Ross said, once it's federally regulated, the NFL will be all in. 
And this is why they want to do it. Let's bring in Lou right now. Gamblue.com. What's up, Lou? Lou. 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 Gentlemen, I'm I'm pleased to be with you. It's a great topic you're discussing. I'm going to respectfully disagree. Uh, it's you always disagree with me. A sta- <laughs> it's, it's I gonna, like when you guys gonna... disagree. <laughs> no, okay, I can continue, Lou. I'm just it's fun. Go, go on, Lou. Sorry, Lou. So it's actually, I put you on speaker because I'm going to scramble for the exact quote that came. Yeah. But the, the long and the short of it is, man, I do believe it's going to be an umbrella that's federally regulated. And then the states that want to participate are going to have to adhere to the umbrella. Now, the question becomes, what happens to the rogue states like Jersey and everybody that already have it? But let me just read this to you. This appeared via... David Purdom on a VSIN publication, May 14th of 2018, as Supreme Court opinion. And here's the quote. Court says that legalization of sports gambling is a controversial subject that requires an important policy choice, but the choice is not ours to make. Congress can regulate sports gambling directly, but if it elects not to do so, each state then is free to act on its own. Our job is to interpret the law Congress has enacted and decide whether it is constitutional, with, it, with, consistent with the Constitution. PASPA is not. So we now get a, a feel from the Supreme Court on their ruling. And I so where's believe the disagreement? that it is going to be a federal enactment. But where's where's the disagreement there? What do you disagree with what I said? You guys said it was going to be state by state. It's not. It's no. going to be state no. by state. No, we said we prefer it you, state you by state. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you jumped in. I guess and you 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 you. We just want it to be state by state. I stated that it would I, be. Yeah, and I disagree. I don't think it should be state by state. I stated that I think it's better state. I think you know, I think states should be allowed to to set the laws you know in which they. They deem, for, you know, as opposed, like a good example is like, it's like with with, with brain just terrible with with marijuana, like legalized marijuana, Lou. It's not a federal. There's not federal guidelines. It's up to a state. If a state wants to stay open until 24 hours selling weed, then it can stay open 24 hours selling weed. If you want to shut down and state law says you can't sell weed after nine o'clock, and you want to do that in a state, then that's up to that state, right? So it's not. There's not uniform laws. Now I I believe in states' rights, Lou. Yet I also do believe that there's so much money involved in this. All these senators and congressmen are all big sports fans. They're all friends with the owners uh, of these NFL teams. They all sit in the box. Like, that's what they do, right? So I do believe, and I also believe, that Chuck Schumer and Orrin Hatch, we're not talking about junior senators here. I don't think they propose things that they don't know will pass, right? So, and, you know, we're talking in a day and age, too, guys. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of issues, Lou, that a Republican and a Democrat are going to be on the same side of like this. So I don't really see any partisan bickering going on here. I think the federal law will pass. I just you know it's going to take a little while to get to the table and everything. And as we know, there's quite a bit of crap going on with the U.S. government right now, right? <laughs> I actually just saw a quote on Twitter that said that it was going to happen very soon, which is. 
uh, encouraging, quite So honestly. you think they do this uh, like before the Democrats take over power type thing? Like they try to get this vote? Cause... I, I, you know what? I, I don't know Democrat, Republican. That's all a bunch of hogwash to me. All I know is. Well, I'm just saying, I'm Lou, the, the House, the House, like the Democrats take control of the House. It changes, right? They're changing yeah. power in like in January 20th, I believe it is. So there's a lot of votes and there's a lot of stuff that the Republicans are going to try to pass through here. This just might be one of them. But like you said, Lou, I mean, there's no one. The, the, the moral ethics have been thrown out the window here. Let's be real. The state of New Jersey, guys, $300 million last month. All right? The state of Nevada, $590 million. I'm not a mathematician, but that's nearly $1 billion in sports betting in two freaking states. I mean, hell, even Cuomo, even Cuomo is suddenly Johnny, let's legalize weed and get sports betting in New York suddenly. Like, they're meeting the last few days. Like, they're freaking out. They're seeing all the money that's being lost in the state of New York uh, that's going over across the the, the bridges and the the tunnels in New Jersey. It's coming, Lou. I, you know, like I said, man, there might be maybe Alabama so, resist or something, but I don't even think. I mean, hell, there's gambling in Mississippi. No, you got you yeah. got the wrong A. You got the wrong A. It'll be Arizona. We are we are full of more backward ass bumpers here with, with retirement <laughs> and mail. I'm screwed. I just I'm don't. I, I just don't. I just don't get it, Lou. Like, it's it's amazing to me in the world, and me and Marenzi talk about it, you know. Like, as an adult, we want to make adult decisions, yet we have these people telling us what to do and how to live our lives. And then I look at liquor and the things yeah. it can do in comparison even to weed and everything. And and to me, like, it's actually crazy. And my girlfriend even said, it's like, what is with sports gambling? Like, why do people like look some upon sort of it like this way? Yeah. I go, honey, like, we're pariahs or we're dirtbags. And you know what? I'm getting absolutely sick of it because there's a hell of a lot worse things out there in the world. Get with the program, people. That's my take, what about Lou. DFS, I just think it's ridiculous. Lou? It treats like children. What about DraftKings? Yeah, what about, what about DraftKings and FanDuel? Can you play that in Arizona or cool. is it illegal? No. No. Wow. wow. Can't play it. Can't touch it. I've, wow. I've Arizona's tough. A couple, yeah, no, Arizona's just backward ass. And, and I'll tell you what, as soon as you, as soon as you guys see headlines, Utah's getting gambling, you'll know Arizona got it the day before. But yeah. not until then. Really? That's unbelievable. And you know when yeah. Utah's going to get it? Never. Never. <laughs> It'll never be. Utah. And, and you know what's crazy? And, and oh, Utah, Utah. Guess what state has its number one pharmaceutical uh, abuse and opioid uh, crisis in America? Utah. Utah. Yeah, they have more women jailed in Utah. Oh, yeah, Utah. They don't have alcohol. Everyone's hopped up, right? Can't drink. So suddenly, hey, I can go to my pharmacist, get legally hopped up. They, very good they, point, I saw a thing in Utah. They said they need to build more women's prisons because the biggest trending upward criminal in the state of Utah are women committing fraud, theft, all due to pills. Like, so I'm just stating that Utah yeah. and your morals, and pills. your morals, right? Um, you know, it's amazing, isn't it? It's like in the state of Florida, guys, you like this, Lou, okay, but the state of Florida, they had a sports betting bill. Seemed to make sense. Can you imagine? Nice, you know, casinos down in Miami, sports betting. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Seminole. Yeah, let's and, oh, party. Be great. Like, yeah. be cool. So it got shot down 70 to 30%. And I'm thinking to myself, that's impossible. How the hell? You're telling me 7 out of 10 people in Florida, a state in which they eat basalts for breakfast, you're telling me that they're that offended by sports gambling? No, it turned out that they got the sports gambling question 
was on some other proposition that was, do you want to cut school funding? You know what I mean? Like, they tacked it on, and it turned out, Kev, Seminole Tribe. Seminole Tribe. Yeah, they, that's what they do. They, they, they don't want. That's what they do. They, they tack, don't want. They, they, they tack other bills yeah, onto so, it. Exactly. But the Seminole yeah, Tribe so doesn't sketchy. want sports betting there. They don't want everyone. No, they, and they, if they, they do, it. if they do, exactly. they want it. Right? And yeah, they, they basically have to control it. And Lou, they basically threw a freaking tantrum, and the politician said, all right, all right, right? I guess the Seminole Tribe donates to every, like, politician in the state. So they got, it wasn't just a straight up, do you want sports betting, yes or no? It was like at the bottom of the card, buried under stuff, and people didn't vote on it. Like, they didn't know. They didn't see it. Like, they didn't advertise it. You know, same crap. Like, Sheldon Adelson in, in Vegas, this guy that runs gambling, is the number one proponent of other people gambling. Like, Sheldon Adelson in Vegas, Lou, he's the one that lobbied the hardest against New Jersey being allowed to bet. So you're basically not saying that it's an ethical issue, that, oh, you can't bet because God's going to strike us dead. He's saying you can't bet because it's going to cut into my gambling empire. They're all son of a bitches, these guys. <laughs> well, I'm not going to disagree with a lot of that. I will say <laughs> that I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, I, I just hope it happens quick. I'd like to be, you know, I, got the, I, I can look at all the apps in Vegas on my phone, but they know I'm in Arizona, and I, I wouldn't try to gamble with them if it was illegal anyway. It wouldn't but work. It, it, it'll, uh, I look forward to it one day being legal and we can get through all this bullshit. I can tell you, honestly, when I was in college, guys, if you'd have told me that there was a day when I was going to be alive and waiting for the legalization of gambling and, and weed was already legal, I, I would not have believed it based on those times. So I, it's not that I'm upset about it. I, I'm, I'm encouraged, and I can't wait for it all to happen. It's weird that weed is yeah, legal you're, before You're right, Lou. I thought weed would be an underdog. I thought weed would me be too. an underdog to sports gambling. You figure like the, the government would Weed was said, the value play. You figure the government would have said, <laughs> all right, all right, you guys uh, you can yeah, bet on sports, sports but we're not yeah. legalizing weed. <laughs> Instead, exactly. Instead, they're like, yeah, yeah. Thinking. Well, we'll <laughs> sell you weed 24 hours a day, no problem. But not, day, you but can't play sports yeah, or DFS. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> DFS. <laughs> like, no, like, honestly, like any state in Arizona, Luke, I guarantee you, you can't look. You, I guarantee this. And I'm, 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 I'm going to put my money on this. You can't play DFS in Nevada either. Why? Pretty obvious why. They the think, yeah, they it's, think it's, that it's yeah, gonna, you're yeah, not going to yeah. go down to Palace Station and get Fertitta money and bet on sports because now you're in home playing DraftKings. I guarantee you it's the Vegas right. cartels, Lou, that are blocking Arizona as well because you, sure. you guys are all lobbying. going there. Yeah. And Gabe, yeah, lobbying. Gabe, you know when I, was down, when I was down in Vegas, the casinos had their own type of DFS, but they made it more like horse racing. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? But that. it was run by them. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, work. It's not though. the same. So I agree. It doesn't work as much. It's not the same. Um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy, crazy world. It's actually fascinating it to see, Lou, like you said, like on a daily basis, it just keeps popping up, but I get it. And I understand the resistance and I'm getting tweets from people right now. And I see people in the gaming industry going, Oh God, like that sports betting is going along fine right now. The last thing you want to see is Chuck Schumer's name on this. You know what I mean? Or Orrin Hatch. Cause now it's just going to become a shit show now that the federal government's going to get involved. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it isn't. I think that the I think that Chuck Schumer I know for a fact Chuck Schumer gets money from the sports leagues like he's tight with the commissioner Schumer, so I think this is just the sports leagues way of making sure they're going to get money through the data because they're going to pass the law that says you have if you're going to bet on sport if you're going to operate the sports book you have to buy 
the data from the league. So I think that it's almost like forced Obamacare, forced, forced health care. They're going to force sports books to buy the data, essentially, or you won't get a license. I think, I think that's the, the, the gist of it. Um, well, we're going to a break in a minute. We'll talk some, uh, we'll talk some real games and NFL football on the other yeah, side games. of this break. Because we can gamble. Well, the whole thing is we were gambling already, right? Yes, we were. Weed, we were. I just... <laughs> weed was the value play. Yeah, we... It was, Lou. <laughs> I, we should have bet on weed. <laughs> and you know it's funny? Everybody says it's true. Everyone says you need to invest in all these weed companies. In fact, yeah, you need to yeah. invest in these gaming companies and the weed stocks are not taking a hit. Cor- correct. Correct, Marenzi. Remember our stock, 22 cents. Get on board. Yeah, all right, so a uh, quick quick break. We'll hit NFL football. There's no fighting this week. We'll hit football on the other side with Lou. Gamblu.com. Lou. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time. Welcome back to Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Hey, Gabe. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Been a lot of legal talk on these shows the last few days. Sure has Stadium been. leases, yeah. termination contracts. And now, now we're, we're going to send you to, to, to Parliament there. Hey, no, I'm, getting, I'm getting tweets <laughs> in that, Drew. A federal mandate would be held the same judgment as PASPA, which was overturned. Same thing going the other way. Tenth Amendment takes precedence by constitutional law. <laughs> like, I, t- I told uh, the Drusilla, he's our legal analyst there. <laughs> I swear, you watch the news right now, and that's all this is, too, right? They're like, well, yeah, he might have colluded, but it wasn't legal on this under this precedent. In that. It went from there is no collusion to, wow, it's not, not illegal, and... I swear, like, everyone's just like an amateur lawyer nowadays, right? Everyone knows everything. Every talk show host, ah, according isn't according to the law. <laughs> the big one is, too, everyone says, I'm no lawyer, but it's like, no, you're not, so you don't know. <laughs> like, like I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But um, it's a fascinating time right now uh, in the sports betting world. All right. Um, it's also a fascinating time. Speaking of betting, let's talk about the games we're actually going to bet on, as opposed to what states you can legally bet on them in. Um, you got NFL football. No Thursday night football anymore, guys. Kind of. Uh, we got a bowl game tomorrow, but I guess Cam, you don't know what you have till it's gone. We all rip Thursday night football all the time. Now I'm kind of no, sad. There's no NFL I miss football. It. <laughs> I miss it, Gabe. But I, I like the Saturday games, though. It's it's nice. I like the Saturday touch rolling into Sunday, but I miss Thursday already. Yeah, we've got Saturday's game. So what do you think of Saturday's games, Lou? And I might be in the minority on this one, but um, 
Listen, I, I, I was on the Titans last week against the Giants, loved it, hammered it. Yet this week, I see the Titans are laying 10 points to the Washington Redskins, a Redskin team that hasn't quit, that's still battling right now, and I'm just not sure, so uh, sure, guys, Tennessee is built to beat anybody by 10 or more points. I know they beat up on Jacksonville that night, but a little different scenario, and I like Josh Johnson. I think Josh Johnson could play. I like unpredictable I quarterbacks. There's not a lot of tape on him. He's going to run. The kid's just having fun out there. He's just happy to be there. Two weeks ago, the guy was drafted the first overall in the new Football Alliance League. Now he's in the NFL winning games. I'm looking at the 10 points right now. Lou, I'll start with you. What's your take on that game? Yeah, my first uh, my first thought is, is that Josh Johnson's not facing the same kind of defense that he faced last week in Jacksonville, even though uh, Jacksonville is supposed to be, you know, all of that. Uh, this is the Washington's second straight game on the road going into Tennessee. And uh, I made the ni- the number nine. There was no look ahead on it. This is one of the games that I am looking at. And the reason I'm looking at it is because there's integrity in the game in that both teams are still in the playoff race. So uh, whether I bet it or not, I, I don't know. I, I-, I got to say, uh, I totally agree with you, Gabe. My first reaction is Tennessee shouldn't be given 10 to anybody, so why are they? So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm stumped a little. I don't have a strong opinion except to tell you that uh, I see this game going. Tennessee's strength, obviously, is the 14th-ranked run game that they possess, and that's going to be going up against Washington's 29th-ranked rush defense. I don't know that that necessarily spells success for Tennessee, but it spells a ball control kind of a game. And even though the total is a 1977-37, I really think that they're going to have a hard time with Josh Johnson in Tennessee and Washington, a team that hasn't quit, scoring 32 points. So I, I lean to the under in the game. Cam, what do you think of this? Yeah, game? Gabe. Yeah, it's not my favorite game. I'm with Lou. I see a total of 37, and you instantly think, hey, let's bet the over. 2017's a push, but I'm thinking it's going to be tick, 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 tick. Tennessee's been running the ball with Derrick Henry. I think it's good. They like those big, long drives to basically try to knock your teeth out by the end of the game. I don't love it, Marenzi. Um, 10 points. It seems like a little bit too many points. I haven't bet this game yet, but I do. I am taking a look at Baltimore as a four and a half do- point dog in the other game. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, though. Uh, Chargers and Ravens on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, real interesting uh, football game there. So if the Chargers win and the Chiefs lose, um, then the Chargers would control their own destiny going into the final week and potentially could yep. uh, steal and backdoor the one seed in the AFC, but they've got to beat a Baltimore Raven team that, you know, we talk about uh, Josh Johnson and the the element of surprise that he's brought into the Redskins. Similar situation with Lamar Jackson, who's he's a little bit uh, restricted when it comes to throwing a football, loop, but it's an unpredictability factor. There's not a lot of game tape on the kid. He's going to take off. He's just fast. Eventually, co- running quarterbacks will get killed, and teams will, will box him in and get him. Now, the Chargers, to me, that's what I find interesting about the Chargers. They have good defensive linemen amongst the best in the league. So they are going to be able to get pressure on the edges and try to contain Lamar Jackson and force him to beat him from the pocket, which I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to be able to do. But he's such a dangerous quarterback just because of the the running threat. All this crap of playbooks and offensive geniuses and all this other stuff, 
you throw it all out the window, man. You have a quarterback that can run fast and take off. Look at Josh Allen, Cam. You know, I, you know yep. everyone wants to be Mike March. Football is not a complicated sport. Pick up a first down, run faster than the other guy. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think this I, I think this game sets up for Baltimore to cover. I think uh, it's going to be inside four points. The Chargers are feeling good about themselves. Comeback wins against Pittsburgh. The comeback against the Chiefs. That they're riding a magical high, and now back at home in the confines. I think the team would prefer to be on the road where they've done really well lately. And Baltimore will go in there. They're ready, Gabe, and they're tough. It's not going to be easy for Phillip Rivers. He's been great this year, but not mobile. Baltimore's defense is very, very stout and strong. I think it's going to be a, an old-school, you know, punch-him-in-the-face type of game there with teams that can get, get to you on the defensive line. I think I'm going to take the points. Ah, ah, quote the Raven, nevermore. Give me the four-and-a-half. I haven't settled in on this. I think there could be some points in this game. I think the total might be a little bit I think bit there low. might be. Uh, what, what's your take on this game, Lou? Uh, my take on the game is that it's also a game that is integrity because both teams are still playing for quite a bit. What I find very interesting is uh, if it, it, it's Kansas City that has a little bit of an advantage because they're not playing until Sunday night. And they are going to be the beneficiary of understanding what happens to the Chargers yeah, before they have to play. Chargers lose. What does that do to the Kansas City mindset? Does it make you like Seattle? I don't know. If the Chargers win, it surely puts pressure on Kansas City. And quite honestly, uh, early in the Sunday games, Seattle is going to be facing that same dilemma as they watch uh, the Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia uh, quagmire in the East with a team that doesn't win the East competing with them for wild cards. So getting back to Baltimore and the Chargers, um, the, I, I do like Baltimore, and I and I made there was not an, uh, uh, a a look ahead line on these Saturday games, but I made the look ahead lines. I made it three and a half Chargers. Now you got the Chargers given four and a half, and that point of value as I perceive it, is based completely on two things. Uh, the Charger win against Kansas City last Thursday and the fact that the Chargers are a rested team and Baltimore's traveling completely across the country to play at their body clock at 8.30, 9.30 at night in the Chargers on a short week in Saturday. So uh, there are some reasons to hasten slowly with Baltimore, I do believe there's a little bit of value on them, and it's a dog or pass for me. One of the more interesting games this week, Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers and the New Orleans Saints playing. New Orleans survived Carolina. Really didn't play great, but they got the win anyways. Now you got Pittsburgh who are sort of up and down on a weekly basis. But one thing about Pittsburgh is they play up or down to the level of competition. So it's strange. True. If Pittsburgh's playing a bad team, you know they they could be average yeah. and end up losing a game. But against good, yeah, teams, they lose to Oakland. Yeah, they generally they show battle. up. Yeah, they'll show up against good, good teams. That's why, like, if I was a Steeler fan, I wouldn't be overly concerned going into the playoffs, just because you know they they could beat anybody. I don't think Pittsburgh can get to the Super Bowl this year, though, just because their games are too helter skelter. And like I talked about earlier in the week, you play Russian roulette. Eventually, the bullet comes up, right? And they're playing Russian roulette on a weekly basis, basically, the Steelers are. Uh, interesting game with uh, with New Orleans laying five and a half. What do you think of that one, Lou? Yeah, I, I like, uh, I think there's some value on the home team here. 
uh, New Orleans with any kind of win clinches home field throughout. Make no mistake about it, they're talking about that in the locker room. So far through the season, the Pittsburgh Steelers, total turnover ratio, they're minus nine, Saints plus eight. That's a trend that cannot continue if the Steelers are going to have any hope. The the look-ahead line was New Orleans given seven, but of course Pittsburgh looked great beating New England for the first time in a couple of decades, and so there's a little bit of surge uh, in, in Pittsburgh's favor dropping New Orleans to the current price of like minus five and a half at a lot of places, maybe six. Uh, I, I think you're going to get a focused New Orleans team, and I don't buy into Pittsburgh at all. I think they're going to have a, a, a sizable letdown, and I think New Orleans, uh, you know, I hate giving points, guys, and I hate favorites. So at six, I'd probably just tease them down to pick and uh, partner them up with somebody. What do you think, Kev? Yeah, uh, that's tough, Gabe. I, I really want to take the Steelers. I was on them against New England. I know we didn't hit that total um, that we thought it was going to go over. It turned out to be a defensive game where the Steelers' defense uh, sharpened up. New Orleans is a different uh, team at their home carpet. Five and a half, it's kind of a dead number. I want to take Pittsburgh. I, I'm not locked into that game yet. I got I have a lean to the Steelers right now. I think they'll show up, and I like your point against tough competition. I have not pulled trigger, but I will tell you this, Gabe. I have pulled a trigger on one game in your backyard. I'm going to make the New York football Jets one of my favorite plays this week. I think Green Bay, just the way the season is, these guys are slugs. Jones is out. Williams is the running back. I like what I saw against the Houston Texans in that game. Darnold looked a lot better since he got his rest. He's been more effective. Robbie Anderson picked up his game. They got a lot of guys on that team. I think the Jets went outright. I'll take the three. I'll ask uh, you about that one, Gabe and Lou. Lou, what do you think? Jets and Packers. Well, first of all, First of all, we got to understand that that number is not three, okay? Because there, there's been, oh, I guess it is. I guess Rodgers has claimed, and it's back to three, okay? Yep. So uh, Rodgers is playing. Uh, Green Bay's the three. I, I, I think the Jets. First of all, Todd Bowles may get fired, and uh, people are going to ride him. Make no mistake about it. He'll be on the unemployment line for 13 seconds. That guy is a pure defensive coach, and he is really good. And he was coach of the year candidate last year when the Jets won five or six games and their over-under was two or three. So I'm going to put a plug in for Bowles. That team has not quit on him. And I think Green Bay, with Rodgers in, probably has something to play for, but now they're losing their running back. Uh, I, I just and they're traveling. They've got to go over to the east to play outside in the Jets' home. Uh, I think it is a really bad spot for Green Bay, especially given uh, the three points. I agree with Cam. I that's a Jets or pass. Uh, before we let you go, Lou, uh, the Sunday Nighters a real good one. Uh, Seattle and Kansas City. Uh, so you talk about it. So Kansas City's going to know their situation. Uh, so it's sort of difficult now when you're betting this football. It's like a real gamble, Lou, betting this game now. I'm almost amazed they have you a don't number. Bet it now. I'm almost surprised they have a number for it. Like uh, That's I a good am, point. I am, and I'm yeah. not. But like in soccer, we see this guys like in a World Cup, right? They won't put a number up on a game. Now I should so say, they know the situation. Yeah, in the last World Cup, like soccer's so corrupt, they realize they need to play them all at the same time. So that's what they did last yeah. time to avoid this. But you hear what I'm saying? Like you bet. Let's say the Chargers lose. You get Seattle right now. Chargers lose on Saturday. You're laughing with that Seattle game. Kansas City don't need the game suddenly. 
they win. Yep. They're in. Like they they become because of the tiebreaker. They're they've got it. They've got the the home field. San Diego, the LA Chargers win the game on Saturday night. Suddenly the Chiefs are they need the win. Very lucrative. I almost yeah. I like Seattle either way here because like I said, Chargers lose somehow on Saturday night. Boom takes off all the edge for Kansas City. They don't need the game. It really does. And you're going to be playing in the drizzle and the rain in Seattle. You are not. You can't afford. You've already lost uh, guys. Tyreek Hill's already banged up. You already lost Kareem Hunt. You can't afford to be losing more players. And then even if, if the Chargers win, I still like Seattle because then Kansas City feels the pressure. And it's like, oh, shit, after all this, as good as our year is, we still need to win this game. Otherwise, we could lose home field uh, here right now. So... I'm liking Seattle in this game either way, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I think you got to watch the results of that first game because Kansas City clinches AFC West division title and a first-round bye with a Kansas City win and a Charger loss. Okay? If the Chargers, if the Chargers lose, make no mistake about it, Kansas City still got a lot to play for. To me, if the Chargers win, it adds some pressure to Kansas City and quite honestly, I, if I, I, I'm going to watch that Baltimore uh, Charger game because that's going to tell me everything about how I want to bet Kansas City and Seattle. But here's one thing that we can bet today, tomorrow, or five minutes before game time. Seattle, every Seattle playoff scenario involves Seattle win plus. So we know Seattle's coming out to, to try and win this game there at home. The look-ahead line was Seattle minus one. Kansas City's off that long rest. Now all of a sudden, Kansas City's given two and a half. Uh, boy, this is screaming. This is totally screaming Seattle tees to eight and a half at home, and that's exactly the way I'm going to play it. Ooh, Lou, 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 teaser, teaser, Lou. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Parley PM uh, playing pukes. What do we call them? Uh, teaser. Uh, yeah, we need something with teaser plan. But anyway, we'll figure something out, Lou. I like that teaser. And get game. It's one of those games I like where Lou's going. I don't want to like the totals fifty three and a half. I don't want to go Seattle plus nine and a half over under whatever. Let's find another side instead of a total when we're doing that because it screwed us with the Steeler game. You know what I'm talking about? Well, Lou mentioned uh, the Steeler game. You could do yeah. it with the Saints. The Saints. You could do yeah. that if you wanted. Uh, go, going into the Sunday night. Yeah, that total feels a little high, actually, at 53 and a It half. does. It does. I'm not ready it to did. pull the trigger on it, but like I said, it just feels a little high. Well, it, if I may butt in, I'll, I'll tell you why it's high. Because uh, you're looking at what happened last week with that, Cincinnati, with that uh, Seattle rushing offense. And that's the seventh-ranked rushing offense. And they're going up against the 32nd-ranked Kansas City defense against the run. So what I think you're going to see is an eight-minute Seattle drive running the ball right down Kansas City's uh, throat, and I think you're going to see four or five of those, and I do think Seattle throws 28 or 30 points up, and Kansas City's going to score 24 or 28 on anybody. Uh, I do see some points in this game, but I see it because Seattle just punishes Kansas City by running right down their throat. It's a very good point. I mean, no one's more yep. physical running the football uh, than Seattle is in the National Football League. Lou from Gamblu.com uh, with us. You can check out his website. Follow him on Twitter, at Gamblu. Lou, always a pleasure. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, buddy. Uh, next yeah. Wednesday, yeah, the day after you Christmas. Guys and we'll be off, but we'll get you in two weeks. Listeners. All your great listeners. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. 
Lou Gamblu.com. Merry Christmas to Lou. Yep. Game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, Red Eat and Rage Radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yet bringing it. Christmas now uh, less than a week away. Yeah. Christmas uh, next Tuesday, so um, we're going to be off. Uh, we're going to be off next Monday. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And uh, we'll be back yeah, on uh, we'll Thursday. back on Thursday. We'll be yeah. on Thursday and Friday. Sounds good, Gabe. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll be on uh, Thursday and Friday afternoon uh, next uh, next week. And as far as the morning after is concerned, same thing. We'll be on Monday. And then we won't return until the following Wednesday, though. Because it's, um, you know, New Year's Day is the following Tuesday. And then so oh, basically, boy. yeah, January the 2nd. Wednesday, January the 2nd. What are you going to do with yourself, Morency? <laughs> you know, I used to have that much time off. You'll be sleepwalking to the book. Got to do something. Well, it's really not that much time off. We're going to be on anyways. You and I are going to be oh, on yeah, Thursday yeah. and a Friday. Yeah, I've got late true. night podcasts, and you know, true? really, look, we're you know, we're not going to be on Christmas Day or, or the day after, and then there's yeah. it's New Year's Day. So I get it. It seems like it's long, but it really isn't. Yeah, I no, mean, it's, it's only a couple of days. You're yeah, right. When it, you really break it down, it's kind of like just like a weekend. It, we're still we're still doing the the, the you're doing uh, the football on Saturday and uh, and the Sunday too. So yeah, it's a, only a few days. Yeah, well, I'll be checking exactly. I'll be checking in for the uh, the the weekend shows uh, while we're on the road. It's been quite the grind this National Football League season for the players, but uh, for the hosts as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a long day. That Sunday, that Sunday day is a long one, eh, buddy? It's a, you do six too. I do four with Galena and the gang. But uh, yeah, six. That's uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of radio. Yeah, it's, a lot it's, of radio. Yeah, it's relentless. It's it's relentless. Yeah, it is, and there's no breaks. You're talking all the time. So yeah, oh, yeah commercial it's, it's free. Good shows well. though. Commercial free from our friends at TKMS. Yes. No, we've all Breaking done a great down. job. You guys have done a great job. And, uh, and in fact, though, I want to get to this now. I never met the guy. I never met the guy, but um, I know how respected he was and how people are very, very shook up. And I want to bring this up, Cam. I'm not sure if you're aware, but uh, so Laura Michaels passed away uh, earlier in the day. He did today? Yeah. Oh, no. It's horrible. Yeah. Laura, uh, he, yeah, he was our friend at our network, and we loved having him on the show. And like you, Gabe, he was a musician and uh, just an all-around good guy. Fantasy, fantasy baseball guy, really fun to talk to. He had great stories, and oh, he was one of the uh, fantasy baseball OGs. Like he was one of the yes, original. He's like a legend. legend yes. of fantasy he's like baseball. the king. He's like the king. He's well, been this guy's for a like uh, like rotisserie league type stuff. Like he's yeah, yeah. like one of the old school old school guys. Yeah, yeah, real real shame, uh, real shame. I know that he joined you guys on on the um, 
on the four o'clock show uh, after we left yeah, on Fantasy like, Lineup became, Live. There, Fantasy Live became like a friend, Gabe, and that's the thing. Like Laura was really great because like he was like a strictly fantasy guy, and he, he was really cool. And he used to ask me about betting and you know teasers and over unders and stuff like that. And yeah, no, me and Galena and Bavona, we were talking to the family, and uh, yeah, I thought uh, I, I, that that really sucks. Uh, Laura's a really good guy, and our thoughts or prayers are with our family. Yes. Sorry to hear that. That's the thing. That's the one thing you hear everybody say, and you can tell they genuinely mean it about what a nice guy he actually is. He is was. a great guy. He was actually really friendly. Great, great stories. And you know, I'm kind of shooken up right there. I, I didn't know anything about that. And uh, we were, I just talked to, we wrote a letter, me and Joe, last week, and we, uh, we, we talked to him. And uh, his wife was responding on Twitter saying, you know, he was uh, in the hospital fighting. And uh, I don't know what else to say, but Laura was a wicked guy. And we loved having him on the show. Yeah, sad. Part of the family. Yeah, it, uh, you know, it sounds cliche, but the, you know, life life is taken away, man. You know, there's no, there's no guarantees how long any of us are going to be here. It's true. And, uh, you know, you better do what you want to do while you're here. Otherwise, you're going to be big regrets. I think about that, too. I, I, I've, I've joked about it at times, but it really is true that, you know, I don't want to be on my deathbed thinking, holy shit, man. Did I ever There's waste a lot of time? I yeah, did I know. ever waste a lot of time, like, watching Northern Illinois football Northern. games and stupid bets? And just, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've been, th- I've gave, but or even I'm, reading doing, your, I'm reading your mail. You know, doing shows 18 hours a day. And it's like, wow, oh, we got another show. Oh, another show. Another show. Another show. Another show. It's like, yeah, you know, hopefully I don't die I in between one of these shows and go, oh, well, that's it. That was a great life of doing shows. For a bunch of jackasses that couldn't give a shit, right? About, I know. No, about the thing you. about you is should, you're great. I shouldn't say you're that. Great Look, at it. Big Cat just said it's it. a pizza, so I know, I know some people care, but you know what I mean. You I know, know you could you put, mean. you can sacrifice everything, but you know, at times, you know, in the end, we're not here forever. You got to look back and uh, and say, all right, at least I did what I wanted to do. No, I love working with you. You're like the best, Gabe. You're one of the hardest working guys. Like what you're doing, doing a morning, afternoon, and night show is almost uh, unheard of. It's like almost like you're a robot. I know you love doing it. You care about it. You're passionate. But as a friend, sometimes you just got to step back from the situation and, uh, you know, take a day off every once in a while. And I'll be doing the same thing with my dad getting out of the hospital uh, this week and other things. And I talked to my girlfriend. We're going to go on a family trip because it could be his last family trip. So after the football season, we're going to go away for a week. I think uh, my parents and I, I think we're going to go to Vegas. We were going to go to like St. Kitts or something, but, you know, it's too expensive and we can do more things down with them. We can kind of gamble, me and my girlfriend, then go to dinner and shows with the folks. So that's what uh, I think we're going to do after the football season. Well, that's good. Yeah, take some, time for your, take some time for yourself, buddy. That's going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, Vegas, good idea. I couldn't think of it, right? Uh, we're going to do what we're going to do anyway, right? If I was on an island, I'd be drinking anyway if it was an all-inclusive. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind of like what me and Lisa talked about. It's like, what's going to change? What, drinking with my parents on the beach or, you know what I mean, or meeting them for a show in Vegas? It's like the same thing. I just want to just take a trip because you never know, right? So, yeah, anyway, that's what, that's what we're doing after football season. I'm going to take some time off. <laughs> I love you, buddy, and you should do the same, man. You work, you work hard, and, uh, you know, I know it's your, it's your passion, but you're right. I, I think about the same thing, too. I'm like, how many of the pointless, like, football games and hockey games have we watched when we could have been doing other stuff? Because I bet you're right. Like, me and you on a Thursday night watching Middle Tennessee State playing. I'm like, uh, doesn't like, seem very productive. We even joke about it. Like, Christmas <laughs> is watching Hawaii games. It's just, you it's, know, I know. All, all that, right? All 
you know, listen, I, we love what we do, but like you said, everything's got to be in moderation. And moderation's never been something in my life, uh, really. Whatever I do, I've always just been, you know. Done to the max. Yeah, I've yeah. been totally extreme. Uh, in, but, you know, it's funny. Jimmy Johnson, um, you know, the football coach, Jimmy Johnson, not the NASCAR driver, but the football coach, Jimmy Johnson, I saw an interview with him once, and, man, he got he got choked up, and it was one of those, like, serious interviews. It wasn't him pimping Viagra or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, like, a serious interview, and he basically talked. He, he got he started talking about how uh, his daughters hate him. Like, his, like, he doesn't know his daughters. He's got, like, three kids. It's not like he never talks to them, but he basically states that he was never really part of their life. You know what I mean? It was all football. Yeah, all the time, and he right? basically, yeah, he started crying. And he, he was like, yep. he goes, I'm closer. He goes, I was there for my players, but I wasn't there for my family. And he showed his rings. He had all these rings. And he's like, I would trade any one of these rings right now and do it differently. He goes, I look back now. And he basically stated, like, he's like, who cares? I'm a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> he brought it up. He goes, I used, he goes, I used to think this was like everything. And he should have looked at the ring. He's like, it's just a ring. He's like, he said, you know, and he talked about missing, like, everything of his daughters, and, like, he didn't take calls. Like, he literally, you know, man, you're a football coach, bro. You don't, you don't become Jimmy Johnson by going home at 5.01, right? Oh, punch clock, it's over. Yeah. You don't become that guy, a national champion in college and a Super Bowl champion. You don't become that guy by doing that. Like, you alienate people. That's the whole thing, like. A lot of successful people are basically miserable and alone inside, exactly, because that's how they're successful, right? You know, like some people are lucky and, you know, they'll have sort of a supporting spouse or whatever, but not a lot of people want to be around someone that works 18 hours a day, right, or 20 hours no, they, a day. No, that's they a don't. psycho, right? They don't. You know, yeah, that knows. And also people will know that these, those people's true loves are really their field, their success. You know, like, you know, like what's what's, you know, like Warren Buffett wakes up in the morning. He's thinking about making money. You know what I'm saying? Money, like yeah. he's, he can't. Oh, honey, we're going for a walk in the park. He ain't going for a walk in the park. He's getting on the phone and he's talking to his shareholders. And there's, you know, so level, you know, it's sort of success can suck happiness out. I respect people that can find a yeah. balance between the two. Uh, I, I really do, because it yeah. seems to me that. If you want, you know, if you have that sort of, you know, the wife and the kids and just sort of a happy life and stuff, then are you really can, you know, you almost have to settle for, like, your lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you be ultra rich or successful and have all that at the same time? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, maybe you can if you're an athlete and you just have some dumb bimbo that just, you know. Is there for the money that won't, or whatnot, that won't, but, Yeah, that won't that won't fulfill you though. That's, yeah. that's all outer images and you know and like external even me now, stuff. It's not internal. Yeah, we're I getting know. deeper now. But even me now, like yeah, we are. Even if I had, like you know, that's one of the reasons I don't have a girlfriend now. Is it gets old? Like you said, you're going to go on vacation. When do I go on vacation? I can't go on vacation. Exactly. I got a morning show that just got syndicated in like 106 market. Where the hell am I going? You know what I mean? You know they they want us to be off for two or three days. Like there's. You become a prisoner of of whatever field you're in. That's why, I like, look, Ricky Williams just one day said, F it. I don't care. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm done. Yeah, I, and I they, they said, how can you do this? He said, I'm not he happy. Wants to. I don't like playing here. Like, and basically, I don't have to play here until I die, do I? 
Like that's that's like in sports, like you notice that's the thing though. People are always shocked. Like you must stay until they tell you to go, right? Like no, no, no. I'm gonna stay until I'm 42 and I'm slower and I'm older. You already have 190 million bucks, bro. Like Eli Manning. Eli ain't leaving the party until someone says you're drunk. You're gone. You, yeah. you like Eli is gonna get kicked out by a bouncer. You know what I mean? They're gonna take him. They're gonna say yeah, yeah, but I want two, so, dude. You're gone. You're gone. Like it's time to go. The game doesn't want you anymore. Yeah, they hang on and hang on and hang on. It's like these fighters. Look at my boy Heath Herring. God bless him. Yep. He just quit. He quit. I said, really? Even me at the time. I said, you're quitting the UFC? You just fought Brock Lesnar. You're fighting Cain Velasquez. He said, Gabe, there's better ways. There's easier ways of making $100,000 than getting punched in the face by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he brings a great point. And then he, like, told, honestly, me, like, and he told me after he goes, he goes, I have a degree in engineering from Baylor. He goes, I just did this because it was fun. He goes, I don't have to do this till I die. Yeah, he's not miserable now. You know what I mean? He's happier? He, well, I don't know if he's happier. He's, he became a professional poker player. Like, that really knows. Wow. <laughs> from, so from, much for from his engineering degree. people to poker. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's a good one, buddy. Yeah. No, no what it uh, is, his girlfriend. No, his girlfriend's like a big time. What's his girl? His girlfriend's name's Lacey. Lacey she's a something. Player? She's actually, yeah, she's not like, she's not in the Granu good, but she's in no circles. Like, you know, she plays in that. She's pretty big. Lacey, whatever the hell, I don't know. So he sort of started playing. Lacey Jones? Lacey that... Jones? Poker? Yeah, I guess that's her. Lacey yeah. Jones. She's like a hot block chick. chick? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 That's her, right? Eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's his girlfriend. Lacey Jones. That's his girlfriend. Oh, nice. I don't know if they're still together. But, you know, like I said, this, and this industry is the same way, though, actually, Cam. You know, like, um, really, not a lot of people quit the media. Not a lot of people are like, yeah, I have a TV and radio show, and I just, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. I moved to Montana. I don't talk to people anymore. Like, people, yeah. you get fired, and do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, yeah, it's well, over. Yeah, things change, yeah. Format change, firing, yeah. Uh, money. Yeah, no, Like, we true. talk about it. Like, very, I hate very few I'll away. probably be that guy where they'll tell me, all right, you got to go. You know what I mean? Like Last call? Yeah. Time to like, roll? Exactly. Yeah. You'll be the drunk guy at the bar. <laughs> Who's the bouncer? Bretzi? Yeah. It's been a great career. Hey, yeah, it's been hey, a great buddy, run, yeah. but you got to go. I don't want to get... I don't want to get soft or whatever on the radio, but I'm just going to tell you, man, I've worked with, and Gabe, same with you. I've worked with people. You've worked with the best. You've worked with athletes or whatever. I have never worked with anybody like you who the, the craft, the way you put, put in the work, uh, the energy to do so many shows that amount of time. I think it's a real skill, but, uh, as a friend too, I have to tell you, like, once you don't have that feeling anymore, you got to listen to yourself because you got to take care of yourself too. You take care of the listeners, you entertain them for a while. You know what I mean? You're doing you're doing a service that way, but you also got to p- put things in the big picture. That's what uh, we both do. You know? Yeah, no, you're right. Going on. Uh, you're you're exactly right. And uh, well, you know, you put your heart and soul into this too over the years. And look, we've for sure. That's why we you know we have the we fans love that doing we do. It. That's why we have Lots the fans that we do, and they, you know, they, they tune in on a daily basis and appreciate us. But we appreciate the support. Uh, this started because we talked about who was it. We have, but poor Laura, Laura poor Michaels, Michaels passed away. And, uh, you know, Penny Marshall yesterday, you see. And, look, even you know, she has money, man. Money doesn't buy time. Doesn't mean. No, it doesn't. Time's more important than anything. One of the richest Time's men in the world was Steve Jobs. We're Steve Jobs right now. He's de- yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they talk about with people in prison. It's like, well, 
you know, some guys get, oh, for every day you're in, you get that. The guy, I watch these shows, the guy's crying. He's like, I don't got time. That's the problem. Who cares about the money that I have now? I don't have time. Who's the, Those are the years I lost. Who's the, there was another mega, mega rich guy that died, like, in the last year. Like, mega money type thing then. It just goes to show. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? When, when your time is up, your, your time is up. Yeah, listen, it doesn't mean, too, who knows what's on the other side, right? I mean, yeah. you know, this is this could just be some stupid element dimension that we're in. Who knows? But the whole point is, you know, you got to you know, live life, um, you know, live life for yourself. Do the things you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Not not in a bad way, but, you know, I mean, doesn't mean, yeah, I want to go punch this dude in the face on across the street now. <laughs> but, you know. Even though but, I feel like it sometimes. Yeah, exactly. but you know what I'm saying. Exactly. You got to, you yeah. know, try to do live Do the things you got to do. Don't hurt people and don't don't leave things on the table. If there's somebody important in your life, make the time. Well, at the least so exactly. So when you're 70 years old and you're kicked back on your porch, if we're all lucky enough to get there, you don't say, well, I wish I would have tried to do that. All right? I wish I would have tried to do this. I wish I, like, it's never too late to do something in your life, right? It's true. Very, very true. Look at all the places. You could say one thing, man. I know uh, we talk about Page Publishing, one of the sponsors of the show. You know, eventually one day you'll have enough time to finish that book. Hell, you've lived in how many different places over the last little while? The the chapters keep on, uh, they keep on yeah, growing. Yeah, we keep David. on adding chapter, new chapters. Chapter, 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 new chapter, the New York era, right? The New Jersey, the FanDuel sports book. You just got to <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you know? My life's, not, my life's not really that Corey. wild. My life's not that wild yeah. here, though. I'm on the air all the time, right? That's so the I thing, don't, but, you know, yeah. I, once in a while, like I said, you know, it's like sort of like once a month or sort of like we go out. It was out good that you went to that condo life. thing. You yeah, said yeah that was you cool. Get, you, get out your, you get out of your element for a while. You meet people. You know what I mean? It's like not people going to the sports book. You're meeting different people at a restaurant and stuff. Yeah, doing that stuff's good. I'm not going to say change anything. You love, Hey, buddy, we love sports. We love broadcasting. That's why we do what we do. It's just good to mix it up every once in a while. It keeps it fresh, right? Yeah, yeah, going to the Glad sports book. Um, yeah, the only girls there are the, the waitresses and some of them yeah. are like 80 years old. Your, your grilled cheese, sir? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, your Sierra Mist? Thanks. I haven't, I haven't eaten Thanks, there. Thanks, Apple. I, e- I got it. Yeah, I haven't eaten there in a little while, actually. I haven't eaten there in a little while. Like, recently I've been going, I place my bets, and I get in and I get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a business trip. All right, um, we're going to continue. On the other side, we'll hit some DFS. Let's get into some gambling. We'll over the lines for all the big games yep. tonight. Well, all the games. Point spreads, pinch, DFS, all that and more coming up next. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.